can't believe we've done 31 i know it's crazy it is do i sound okay on the mic am i loud it looks like i'm quiet no i hear you fine huh yeah my i'm coming across a little a little soft maybe i can boost it let me see you know I mean, what? you I sound plenty loud here huh well so we had uh burt reynolds pass away last week mm-hmm he was 82 years old. The bandit has left. Yep. And I watched Smokey and the Bandit over the weekend for oh, that's uh, great. the first time watching it through. Man, I can't believe that. <laughs> I know. I've seen almost all of it in uh, pieces. That's so weird. Yep. Oh, he was in Deliverance. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> You don't remember that? No, I haven't watched that one either. Wait, you've never seen Deliverance? No. <laughs> what is wrong with you, boy? So, let's watch Cannonball Run, White Lightning? I haven't seen any of them. Oh, my goodness. What should we start with? Well, everybody's probably got their own opinions. I'm a Smokey and the Bandit kind of guy. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you just can't beat it, man. It's like. Two guys, one guy in a truck, the other guy in a fast car. Yeah. Just running from the law. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty good one. All right, let's see. Here's Buford T. Justice quotes. I want to find some good clips. All those of, like uh, 77, the 79 Trans Ams. That was just great. Yeah. Yep. Here we go. A real challenge clip. See, son. Old yeah. legends never die. They just lose weight. Like a legend and an out-of-work bum look a lot alike, Daddy. <laughs> Bandit, me and my son are here. <laughs> oh, I love your suits. It must be a bitch getting a size 68 extra fat and a 12 dwarf. I came to make a deal. <laughs> uh, what's he get if he wins this truck rodeo thing? Yeah. $5,000, Daddy. Chicken shit money. It's what the hell you want, anyway. You to get out of this dumbass rodeo and accept a real challenge. Now get the Texarkana and back in 28 hours. That's no problem. It ain't never been done before, hot shit. Watch your language, little lady. The problem <laughs> is Coors beer. You take that east of Texas, and that's, uh, that's bootlegging. You know, I believe you're just a little bit scared. That's great psychology. Why don't you just say something bad about my mother? Your mama is so ugly. <laughs> you make this run for me. Now, these Peterbilts here are worth $80,000. That comes to about three grand an hour if you make it 28 hours. How about that for a challenge? Dad, I don't believe that that's necessary. Never mind. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why do you want that beer so bad? Because he's thirsty, thirsty dummy. dummy. 
See, I got a boy running tomorrow in the Southern Classic, and uh, when he wins, I want to celebrate in style. How much style? Well, I got a few friends and me, uh, 400 cases. Well? Well, let me see your cash. Big Enos's word is gold. All right, show him the cash. Go ahead, little. Shit. Well, I see there's uh, 400 cases of beer. I'll need the cash for that. No problem. Go ahead, boy. Beady cards. New car. <laughs> I got to have a new car to block for the truck, you know? Okay, go ahead, boy. Like to kick his ass just once. Speedy car. Speedier than that. <laughs> Go ahead. So, you know what I Man. thought was interesting with that movie? What's that? 80,000. So, the bet is that if he gets this 400 cases of beer there in time, he, they give him 80,000. Mm-hmm. Or they're giving him a Peterbilt. 80,000. So a Peterbilt costs 80,000 in 1977? Yeah. Man, what do they cost now? Oh, Peterbilt truck? Right. 150, $160,000 probably. Wow. Oh, there you go. Pulled the price up. 156. Yep. That's a used one. Is that, or is that a new one? I think that's new. 2018. Yeah. So okay. what was, uh, but the inflation, I'm wondering what the inflation calculator on that would be. $80,000 in January of 1977 mm-hmm. would be the equivalent of $344,000 today. Wow. That's why I was like, that is, that's just nuts when you take hmm. into account inflation. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah. So when they said that number, I was like, what? $80,000? Yeah. For 400 cases of beer? How much was the beer? <laughs> well, it's Coors beer. And that was bootlegging back then. Yeah. How does that work? Well, back then you couldn't take Coors beer across state lines. A- anywhere? No, it was certain areas. It was like, um, it was east of like, was it east of the Mississippi or something? Uh, it wasn't illegal. Someone says that they just made that up for the movie. I said it wasn't sold east of Texas. Right. Because of marketing, I guess. Oh yeah. I I think I saw something like that. They didn't want to compete against someone. Huh? Yeah. It's a great movie, man. The car chases are awesome. Yeah. Now here's one thing that I found pretty interesting. Yeah. If you look at like Smokey and the Bandit or White Lightning, either of those movies, I'm sure other movies do it too, um, is uh, if you'll notice like all the cars, like the cop cars are all Pontiacs, you know, the hero car is a Pontiac. Um, a lot of the cars you see in the background are Pontiacs. And then with White Lightning, because in White Lightning, he had, um, uh, what was it? I think it was a Ford 500, like a 70, early 70s uh, Ford 500. And, um, all the, you know, all the cars were Fords, right? Like the big body Fords. Huh? So I guess the car companies, you know, um, used it as marketing. Yeah. They had some, must've had some input. 
Let's see. Here's mm-hmm. uh let's see what this clip. Smokey and the Bandit Pursuit. Some Jerry Reed. He's Thank 
So all these old uh, like trucker movies that are all kind of based out of the South, these are all kind of like what got me in the cars, I think, you know, to a certain extent. And it's so interesting. Was this at the time there was, was the uh, federal speed limit? It was like 55. Right? Was that? Mm-hmm. Was this was that still going on? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, yep. It was a federal speed limit up until 1987. Hmm. That was 55. In 1987, they upped it to 65, and then they finally repealed it in 1995. Yeah, because that was the big thing in the in the second one. The first cops he passes in the uh, second. Smokey in the Bandit movie, and he's like, oh, you know, and he says something along the lines of, like, that it's eating that cop up, just watching the Bandit go by, rolling the old double nickels. Yep. That's crazy, a speed limit of 50 miles per hour to save gas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but... It was under Richard Nixon. Like, you ever ever drive, like, an old muscle car? (laughs) No. I mean... When they got the factory suspension on them, they're not exactly the most stable thing either. <laughs> right. But can you, so 1973, Richard Nixon proposes a 50 mile per hour speed limit, banning of ornamental lighting, no gasoline sales on Sunday, and cut 15% in gas production. And that's going to help hmm. the oil crisis by cutting gas production? Well, it kind of killed the muscle cars there for a while. Yep. That Trans Am was kind of one of the last of the cool ones, you know? Yeah. Now, what would that Trans Am, what kind of power would that thing make stock? Back then, it might make, it might make high 200s to the back tire. So what do you think that one, like what he's driving? Is that supposed to just be a stock Trans Am? Yeah, because the way it goes in the movie, he just bought it and like, uh, then he loads it up, he takes it to the snowman's house and they unloaded out the uh, back of the truck. Right. Because that's, that's Bandit's truck. Snowman's just the driver. And and what do you think, uh, what did a Trans Am cost back then, new, in 1977? Hmm. It couldn't have been that much. 1977 was 54, 56. Man. That's crazy. Them cars are worth a fortune all fixed up now. I imagine. So now, and that was kind of the purpose of everybody. The other big thing in that movie was all the uh, in-car CB radios everyone had. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's like, that's probably why I like CB radios. (laughs) Right. And wasn't that because of the speed limit that a lot of truckers started putting them in the the, uh, trucks? Uh, oh, you mean they're like warned about the cops? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the CB was, um, like at one time you had to have a license to have it. Right. And I think it got popular though in the seventies because of truck drivers, because of that. Yeah. Yep. 1977, they opened up additional channels, uh, so there'd be 40 channels because of the popularity of them. Mm-hmm. And they started really becoming popular during the same oil crisis time. 
because of that 55 mile per hour speed limit. So they could warn other truckers of the Smokies. Yeah. Yeah. The whole time we, we went, uh, we watched it with my nieces on Friday and you know what else is funny is how it's rated PG. Mm-hmm. Cause at that time there was no PG 13. It was PG right. and then it went to uh, restricted. So yeah. Cause with the amount of language in that movie, probably be PG 13. Now it would be, it's, it's, it's funny. So I didn't realize that. And, uh, mm-hmm. but man, the next day we we went to the beach and as we're driving, every time I saw, uh, a sheriff car or a mm-hmm. cop car, I was like, Smokey. Yep. Kids are looking around. Smokey. There's a Smokey. <laughs> Me and dad still call them Smokies to this day. Yeah. <laughs> $20 for a license in the early seventies. What's that? Uh, CB license was $20. Oh yeah. That's pretty wild. It's uh wow, there's a whole list right here of all of your CB uh slang. Yep. Like a bear in the air is a cop in a helicopter. A bear, <laughs> a bear in the air. So let's see. Mm-hmm. So what else? So but Smokey and the Bandit, you said the second one wasn't as good as the first one? Now nah, the one with the the elephant was uh was definitely not as good. Biggest game of chicken. Let's see what this one is. Now I take a little look up to your left. Yeah, this is uh now I take a look behind uh, Justice and all of his family. I'm about to crush your taillights. <laughs> about to get my taillights out of here. Oh, who are they? That's all of uh, Buford's uh, family. Oh, Buford's family comes after him? Yeah, well, they're all, it's it's just a bunch of other sheriffs. They're all, they're all played by Jackie Gleason. But, I mean, is the second movie have, is, is the action as good? Eh, yeah, kind of. It's not, probably not as good. Stop it! I got me some serious trouble here, son. And I ain't kidding this time. I got wall-to-wall county mounties and mounty mounties. Maybe a hundred of them. This may be more than I can handle. Now you listen to me and you listen good. Make the delivery. I'll tell you what you do. You just hang on. We'll be there in a minute. You do as I tell you. Deliver the rockstar goods. I'll catch up with you later. Well, I guess you know what you're talking about. But just in case you don't, snowman's gonna be standing by. Roger, roger. The other funny thing with these movies is uh, you never see him fill up. No. He stopped and got gas once. This one's a little more realistic, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, man, you dumb fool. I told you to shove off and get out of here. Yes, and I told you that when we set out to do a job together, we do it together. Right it's here? the same guy playing snowman? I don't care about 
Yes, Jerry Reed. Don't worry about them. They got a ringside seat. Tell me, how many trucks do you see? I see one. Unless I've been drinking. Hey, boy, do it to it. also pretty wild is how the Peterbilts have a very similar design. Oh, I love Peterbilts. They're probably one of my favorites. They probably are my favorite of the big trucks. They look just the same almost. Yeah, it's funny because that 455 back, back then was rated at like 360 horsepower. That's what they had in the Peterbilt? No, in the Trans Am. Uh-oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> Just kill him. <laughs> kill the kill the mounties. Excuse me, sir. Your back is on fire. Bet you'd be glad to get back in Canada and stick in the snow. supposed to be. Beginning to be deeply concerned. Fred, this one's for you, my boy. Ooh, look out, Junior! Are uh, you all right, Junior? Yeah. You would be, you creep.
Wow. So I guess what year? Look up and see what year uh, Jerry Reed did uh, Eastbound and Down. Was that wrote for the movie? Let's see. So where where were they supposed to be? In the second one, I don't know where they were. I forget. Because they got a bunch of Canadians. Oh, well, that, that was just... Uh... Yeah, he wrote that for Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. Hmm. And that was a good song, though. Yeah, it was. Is he still hmm. alive? No, Jerry Reed died. Like 2005 or 2006, I think. September 1, 2008. Oh, there you go. Huh. Now, what was funny was, uh, and one part of it, Sally Field's character said she was 28. I was trying to figure that one out. Cause she's, oh, yeah. She died a while ago, right? Or she's still alive. Sal- she's still alive. No, she's still alive. So 1946. So she was 31. Oh, she was close. Yeah. She's younger. I thought she was a little bit older. Huh. So what was the, so, uh, let's see. What was the other one he's in? Well, he's done a lot of stuff. Uh, White Lightning's a good White one. Lightning. Or Hooper. Um, oh, here we go. 1971. Ford yeah. Custom 500. Yeah, I knew it was a 500. Bye, boys. Have a good time. Oh, this is when he gets the car. McCluskey? Yeah, over here. There it is. Take a look at it. This is the car you do your whiskey running in. Who tuned it? You like it? Uh-huh. Go oh, on, would you look at that motor? The guy who did it's one of our boys. He used to do a little running. Now, Watson operates a garage. Go We've got him go on federal on, probation, so there. 429, do We've got him on federal probation, therefore, he'll help you. Is that it? Good luck. See you, fella. Yeah. I love the shifter in this car. Thing between the ditches. It's got that old purse shifter in it. So in this movie, he's running. Uh, well, uh, if I remember correctly, he was doing time for uh, for bootlegging, and then uh, somebody in his family gets killed or something, and. Uh, they let him out to try to infiltrate some like big bootlegging ring. how all the car movies are kind of based in the south yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, that shifter is great. There's no Kroger. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> driving skills in these movies are great because these guys are doing this on like the old you know skinny little tires right with old cars yeah see there's a ranchero sitting there they're all fords everything's like a ford You know, I was just thinking of, uh, they were even driving in a uh, Trans Am in a um, Hooper. Because in that movie, it was all about, uh, he was like yeah, a stuntman yeah. or whatever. And they had like a jet-powered, like uh, like a 76 Trans Am or something. Huh. He stopped in that scene. And then when they're talking yeah. to him, it's moving. <laughs> Yeah, they're cut. They're, they kind of cut it, cut it apart. I was born ready. Well, we'll take State 102 and go in past Olympia. Oh, that's a, that's a, I think they call him Rebel Roy. See it on this car there? Yeah. Or something like that. Rebel something. But uh, yeah, he's got like the Rebel flag on the, on the door. I never realized that about the Bandit's car has the, the old Georgia State flag on the front. Yep. What's that mean? Yeah, but think about it. All these classic good, like, even, like, Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. See this? They're out at the Bogan County Fair. Yeah. The dirt factories. movie we playing here <laughs> no it's just cut different cuts of it yeah it says the opening car scene uh, opening this is a little bit scene. more than the opening scene yeah i've got all these movies <laughs> so i've never seen them man but i've never seen this is that is so is that mostly what burt reynolds was known for I mean, he played in everything. Like, I'd say back... I think it was just, like, the time, you know? These kind of movies just went over. You know? I mean, just, like, the southern hot rod outlaw kind of guy. Right. I'm only going to nail one guy's hide. J.C. Connors. <laughs> J.C. Connors? Shoot. You might as well try old... Swim over to China and get old Mousy tongue. Bye-bye. <laughs> he looks different without a mustache. Yeah. Cause he kind of like in Deliverance. He didn't have the mustache in Deliverance either. Courthouse, right in the middle of the city square. Now, was he a main character like in Deliverance? I don't really see that anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because remember, it was the whole group of guys that all went down hall, on their little, whatever it was, <laughs> canoe trip or whatever. 
And then, uh, oh, you know what's funny is uh, Ned Beatty's in this movie too. He's he's one of the sheriffs. Who was he in Deliverance? The one that squealed like a pig. You know that's interesting. They're making references to the hippies. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Were hippies? You think hippies weren't really a big thing in the South? I don't think they were really popular in the South. You had all your good old boys. Well, it's kind of like if you look at like go back to NASCAR, back to the days when like you know Petty was still racing. You had guys like Tim Richmond. You know, Tim Richmond was like this, you know, fancy playboy, you know, that uh, he was like, he was like a hippie. He had like the long hair and everything. Right. And all the, all the NASCAR drivers used to make comments about like, oh, he's just that hippie guy, you know? Yeah. He's like sitting there talking to the sheriff, just revving the car up. <laughs> <laughs> you know these old yeah. <laughs> movies, it's interesting to see these towns. Yeah, see, there's Ned Beatty right there. You can take it easy in this machine in this county. He's from Kentucky. He's from oh, Louisville. Yeah, we'll take these, Mr. Oh, I know you will. Women and the police. Now here's the cool thing. To, like, listen to the cars, man. Like yeah. that. You like in the another day, another quarter. These movies were so much better than the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. But even the Fast and the Furious is the same kind of concept, you know. I think that's why those movies went over big because it was like it was kind of like a remake of these movies, but of that kind of just the, the hot rod and outlaw kind of guy. Right. And, uh, you know, they, uh, it was just appealing to a new generation. Remember what I said? What'd she say? I was telling him about my recipe for shaky pudding. Shaky pudding? <laughs> shaky pudding. He said he'd like to try some. <laughs> hey, Bubba. <laughs> oh. They're getting shot. Yeah. Look at the blood. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pink, purple blood. Looks like there's latex paint. Yeah. Looks like paintball. It does. These old movies are so interesting. Yeah. You ever seen the car chase from Bullet? No. That's probably one of the best ones ever. Steve McQueen. We'll pull that up. Yeah, seeing these old southern towns, like, populated and people living in them in these movies uh-huh. is so interesting. Because yeah. I drive through some of the rural towns down here. Mm-hmm. And you drive down, like, the main street and everything's just abandoned. Yeah. But it's so sad. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago, you know, that things were alive. Yeah. Just previous to Walmart, really. That's 
Walmart kind of. That's kind of why I like. I always wanted to drive down like old Route 66 and try to find some of the old, um, just the old gas stations and service stations and stuff like that that you know are kind of gone. Yep. Now what's the other one called? Well, I was gonna say, look at uh, pull up the uh, car chase from Bullet. That's that's kind of that's listed as like one of the greatest car chases ever. No, it's not spelled like it's um, it's a uh, it spelled like Bullet County, like where I live. Let's see which one though. The chase must be it. The chase. One of the greatest. Now, and this probably is the greatest car chase. It's a Mustang and a and a Dodge Charger. They're just racing around the streets of San Francisco, just like jumping these cars. This isn't that good of a video. This one doesn't really have the have the whole beginning and all that. There's a let's see, let's see if we can find the whole thing. The quality I've seen I've seen some that are a little bit better quality. Yeah, this is it. You can't see them getting their belts on and everything. Ah, white firebird right there, man. That's great. Wheeler peeler. You know what else is pretty wild? There's no music. 
No, this movie does. There's a lot. Like the whole opening of this movie, there's like no talking and no music. It's just like following Steve McQueen, like walking around for like 25 minutes. <laughs> seems right. Like. I think there's been about 13 hubcaps fly off that car so far. <laughs> It's like every time you see it take a corner, a hubcap comes off. Yeah. Just wild. Look at all those cars, man. And they're all gone. Great. American iron right there. Yep. Look, it's got the hubcaps back on it. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it. Oh, they don't. No. There's way more to that chase. They start getting out, like, onto the highway, and then he chases them, and then they end up, like, they pull the guns out, and then they wreck him out in the highway. Look, we got it. Oh, all right. We, we picked, this is a whole unrelated clip, and it picked up where the other one left off. some chainsaws.
just dodge bullets with the car. <laughs> yeah. Just in the nick of time. Wow. Wow, that was pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Nope. Now, it's it's interesting because, um, like, to me, these movies were always, like, the epitome of car chase, you know, scenes. Yeah. And then, um, and then it was, like, I hadn't really seen any good car chases that were, like, along the line, where it just, like, really focused on the driving. But, um... But then, uh, do you remember that uh, Tom Cruise movie, uh, Jack Reacher, that came out a few years back? Yeah. In that movie, he's got like a 70 Chevelle. And there was like little pieces of the car chase in that that really brought back kind of the essence of these old car movies. Where um, like a lot of the stuff that they did in that car chase was um, uh, very similar to like the old car chase scenes. Let's see here. Mm, now you gotta go to right, let's see. This is a crazy oh, widescreen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good. Like this is where you see him, you kind of just you see him reach down, grab that shifter. It's like the most beautiful car ever. And Tom Cruise did all the driving. I don't know if he really did, but it's it's good. That's what he know. He does all his own stunts. Yeah. Someone's dead. So they killed. That was his informant. And then uh, the cops kind of finger him for the job right here and this is uh yeah this is kind of cool see how you can kind of hear the car yeah no music right you see what i mean about it brings back the essence of those these old movies now watch this Grab the shifter. <laughs> now here's the thing about this. Now watch this. That car, that car handles like crap. That's seven smell. Yeah. That thing's it's gonna be loose and sloppy. The things, the back end's gonna be all over the place. And I feel like they kind of captured that in this car chase. See how he's like trying to keep the thing gathered up? Yeah. 
It doesn't drive like a new car. It, it drives like a 70 Chevelle. They nailed it on the sound of that car. loses it in the wall there <laughs> see if you've ever driven those kind of cars then it makes a lot of sense like the way this is going right yeah see <laughs> like that right there like you're not making that turn in that car <laughs> right. at that kind of speed and then this is great floods it out he's trying to get the thing to start that's exactly how those cars are. They get hot like that, or you get it flooded out. They don't want to start. Yeah, see, th that kind of stuff right there. The fact that he didn't just make that turn perfectly is what makes this car chase, like, good. Makes it believable. Yeah. It's cool because it's like two chases going on at once. You got him chasing the bad guys and the cops chasing him, thinking he's the bad guy. Right. Is it a good movie overall? That's okay. It's got like the typical Tom Cruise cheesiness to it. Oh, got a bear in the air. Bear in the air. So you just can't, I don't think you can get away with a car chase anymore. Nah, probably not. And maybe like a small town. Yeah. Did you see where it wasn't that long ago that guy tried to run from the cops in the uh, Dodge Hellcat. No. That was pretty good.
metal door opening. I love it. No music. Yeah. Now what are what are they all doing sitting there? They're just like people, the crowd. Like watching. But no one no one's pointing them out. No. That's the end of it. Warren. Yeah, pull up the uh, guy running from the cops in the Hellcat. Let's see. Tonight's car chase night. <laughs> yeah. This one? Yeah. Holy mackerel, it's 53 minutes. Let's see. We need a, we need a short oh, one. That's the whole thing. We need a condensed version. Yeah, they said he's going over 150. Wow. Oh, they put music to it. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Yeah, so you just can't get away. No. Yeah, but... But he is moving, though. Yep. You get a local news station chasing you in a helicopter. Yeah. Like, what... I don't know. What do you think is going to happen? When you're a driver, what's going through your head? Like, huh, what am I going to do? You're not doing anything. I think at that moment, you just kind of have to embrace it for the fun that it would be to <laughs> run from the cops in a fast muscle car. Probably. How did they get them? I forget. I think they ended up wrecking or something. Is, this all, is that on repeat? I think it's on repeat. Uh, might oh, be. Let's go back. Let's see. Let's go back to this full chase and let's go to the toward the end here and see what there happens. There you go, Doug. We got him. You see him right there? He takes off on foot. Uh, run out here unless perhaps right. he's hiding underneath something like that. But oh, let's um, see what happens. They're going to hunt for this guy. And he's eventually going to be captured. Oh, you know what? I think the car ran out of gas or something. What they were able to do was enlist the... ...there in front of him. Look on the far left. ...word through Mike, who's in touch with HPD, the helicopter up here. Jefferson County is going to shut down the freeway. So that's what we're looking at. Where was this? With Texas. Please keep in mind that we're still trying to play catch up. Right. So when this happens, it's going to be a while before we get to it. 
because what you're, the picture that you're looking at right now is probably eight to ten miles ahead of us. Wow. So it's, it's quite a ways. For, it's going to be a yeah. while for us to get there once they bring this to an end. I can see but, him uh, still. It, 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 the drama continues here. We're going to see what happens when they shut it down. I do see yeah. a police vehicle up ahead. We see more flashing lights. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we also see some uh, police cars actually coming from the opposite direction, it looks like. So they okay, may there very is well. Going yeah. All the way to the right-hand side, you see him trying to weave yeah. in and out of traffic. Police officers are trying to slow down traffic at this point mm -hmm. and warning people, I think, of, of what is taking place. They're basically using the people as a roadblock. He's way over there on the right-hand yeah. side. Now this, whoa, now he's... Now he's getting back in the middle of the lane. You see him? See the flashing lights? Yeah, we he's do right see there the to flashing the left. lights, yeah. Right there to the left, squeezing in between. And it's almost as though all those 18-wheelers are trying to, uh, to yeah. form Look kind of a barricade right ahead of him. Now he's driving off to the shoulder. Yeah. He's trying to, those 18-wheelers are trying to help. Yeah, I think they <laughs> are. I think they're trying to box him in. Yeah. Well, there <laughs> I, think, I think he's uh, Smokey and the Bandit. They just gave him the old Smokey and the Bandit run right there. Look at that, yeah, man. He's out ahead of him now. He's like, ha, gotcha. Yep. helicopter has had to pull off because they were running low on fuel, yeah. so we're okay. up here by ourselves right now. Oh, wow. Okay, HPD. Now, uh, okay, we're going to be helping out HPD. That's what we're doing. ABC 13 helping HPD because HPD chopper running out of fuel. But now you see him way out there in the front. Uh, it, you can't. Oh man, you almost are losing him. It. But uh, we can see him there on the far left-hand side as he continues to kind of move along the traffic there. So we can s continue to make out to him. Yeah. Okay. Bringing that screen a little bit closer now. What did they say right, that so they're? This, they were the eight to ten screen, miles away. Yeah. Right there on the right, far right. Because they said they said at some point that he outran on the shoulder. The um, continues to move. He outran the police helicopter. Yeah, it ran out of fuel. Twenty miles an hour yeah. at some point because our chopper is traveling at a at a top speed of 120 and we can't keep up. <laughs> and as Don says, he's probably eight ten miles out as he tried to hold that powerful camera. He's exiting. So this is like the Winnie exit. Off. Yeah. This is the Winnie exit. Now he's headed straight to Winnie. And by the way, there is no traffic there, so you wonder no. if police officers have already uh, blocked off that road. Mm, but right boy. now, he is the only person on the road. Okay. As he exits there. All right. Now, so what you're looking at now, this is the exit from I-10. I-10 would continue to uh, Beaumont, and the Winnie exit. It continues, of course, to Winnie, but there he is in the middle of the road, taking off on that road. If you stay on that road as well, that'll take you all the way to Port Arthur. Say that. That's, that's 76. Uh -huh. That's uh, Freeway 76, okay. I believe, so that'll take you all the way to Port Arthur. Uh, if we lose, and perhaps that might happen because here we are in Chambers County, we're going to be getting into Port, Port Arthur here soon. Highway 73, not 76, so it says 76, but it's 73, actually. This is off to Winnie, and then eventually it goes. If you stay on this freeway, it'll take you all the way to Port Arthur, straight to Port Arthur. And we're doing our very best. Uh, Don Armstrong is, and his pilot, Mike, they're doing their very best to keep him in sight. Go ahead, Don. What were you saying? I was just saying that we are 19 miles west of Beaumont. That's how far east wow. of Houston we are. man. You know, that's the fastest trip ever. Yeah, I was going to say, he's made it in record speed, that is for sure. This guy's made it there in 35 minutes. We're seeing um, him pull ahead there of that 18-wheeler. Uh, now, there's not much traffic on Highway 73. So this guy can, I mean, I've, uh, I'll admit it, I've traveled 75, 80 miles an hour on 73, <laughs> and there wasn't a car in sight. And so you get this guy with his muscle car, his charger, 
and traveling at 130 and he's just gonna he's gonna he's gonna leave everyone in the dust so when is he uh gallon if you're traveling at 65 yeah. miles an hour miles an hour at one point our chopper was going about 120 and they were having difficulty yeah. keeping up with him but he left uh, the area of uh, 1600 post wow, so he almost and got away what we've been hearing is that yeah. law enforcement are very concerned not only that he's in a stolen vehicle but also that he may indeed have a uh, long barrel gun inside that car and they are concerned about anyone else getting caught in the fray but as you can a see a long there, barrel gun <laughs> he has a long barreled gun 10 miles away from them and they're just trying hard to keep up with him you can see him just really moving there along that uh, what appears to be now a, a rural road yeah highway 73 it is um it's west of beaumont as well it's south of beaumont and you takes highway 73 eventually he's going to end up in port arthur he may already be there for the speed he's traveling with at but we've kind of lost him at this point because well, he's simply going too fast. Yeah, he really is. HPD helicopter has lost the guy. But the good news here is that... So he did. Uh, he outran the, the we've been told Houston police. There is right. a tracker on this car. Mm -hmm. And eventually I like it. he will be found. Oh, Don, Don Armstrong. All right. Okay, Don, what did you hear? I, I get out of the car and run. And he, if you can look real closely right to the... right. Behind that uh, transmission tower, yeah. he's running in an open field out there. Okay, we see. But there are no police around. Oh okay, my goodness! No police around. He's running in an open field, and we understand that he's bailed from the vehicle. Yes, the vehicle is over there on the side of the road. I don't know whether you can see it or not. Man, how did they catch this guy? He had a pretty good head start. He must yeah. not have been don't much of a runner. Don, is no. is he in a white shirt or? I, I couldn't tell what color shirt he had on, right. but it was a lighter colored shirt. But now Don, the police are rolling up on the scene. Yeah, we see okay. them now coming up behind him, lights flashing. Okay, Don, um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out the, 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 the logic of stopping in this area and running out in this open field. I mean, there's nothing out there. But you gotta the logic is that car gas. burned all the gas yeah, up. Right. Yeah. He might be running out of gas. Really 700 horsepower supercharged Hemi yeah. <laughs> is not exactly good on fuel. He's probably getting five miles to the gallon. We talked about yeah, that as well. Exactly. But you can see now that the officers are also out of their cars and they are running as well. At least that's what it appears to be. You see several people there running. We have no idea where he is relative to them, but clearly, uh, at least his time on the roads has come to an end. Yeah, see, this now is the helicopter slowly catching up. Right. His hope was just to outrun police, and uh, he never did because there's there are always more police that yeah. could uh, up ahead. You know, no matter what freeway you take. For those ever considering to run away from police, you know what? You're going to be caught. Okay. It just it's just. Uh, that's that's the, the the probability of you being caught is, is is so so high. But now he's run into the field because he ran out of gas apparently yeah. because he's not moving there. The vehicle uh, there's really nowhere to run at this point. You know they're going to get the canines out there. They're going to hunt for this guy, and he's eventually going to be captured because the police are going to be out there all day. Well, and what, what they were able to do was enlist the services of other officers in that nearby area. We know for sure that Chambers County was also Chambers called County in, right. and we have no idea how many local police departments may have also. That's why if uh, you're going to run from the cops, you got to be fit if you don't have a car with a big gas tank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can just so keep no on running. out there somewhere. He's out with the As cows. We to look along with our, yeah. our chopper to see if we can spot any movement.
13 exclusive footage of when this chase started around 11:40 this morning. Now this man's name is Muhammad Abu Shaliba. He led law enforcement. <laughs> He's a Muslim. <laughs> Muslim. <laughs> Muhammad Abu. <laughs> That's what they said. Good and, job, Abu. <laughs> yeah. There's like something about every car guy that just appeals from run to add, you know, running from the cops. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's uh that was interesting. Yeah. Now what was that? You ever see that ninth there's a I saw it on the side there. Someone, I think is this one this person in Millville? Speed. Live it. Gears. You're now you're watching gears. This isn't Millville. Some, there is someone I thought that had a 77 Trans Am in Millville. Oh, probably. That car is super popular. And they were visiting them uh, at the motorsports park. Well, you know, they um, you know they uh, did like a redo of the Bandit car. Uh, I forget the name of the company now. They made like a, like a modern version where they took the new Camaro and... Um, uh, Type in like modern day bandit car. Why does Hoovy say they're cheap? Huh? Why do they say they're cheap? And you can find them kind of beat up, kind of cheap. Huh. What am I looking for? Look up uh, like a new bandit car. Uh, no, there's like a whole big video all about... Yeah, 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 right there. This was cool. Yeah, that was the new logo they came up with right there. Lord, I got in a lot of trouble. This was like a 2016 model. Because I was more yeah. than frisky. I was a little aggressive. And this is just somebody making them, right? It's a company that built them, yeah. We had a big rivalry with them, uh, and we had a good one because we had all the outlaws, you know. And we were whipping everybody, and I did try to behave and be a gentleman as much as I could. hot in every way. It's a love story. And most guys have a love story with their car. To see Smokey and the Bandit, it's like you remember your first kiss. You always remember where you saw the movie, who you were with. My brother, me, my uncle, and my father, I remember. And it couldn't have been two or three weeks after that that two Trans Ams appear uh, in our front yard over to the side. <laughs> From that movie, between the four of us, we've probably owned close to 50 Trans Ams. The black cars really got driven hard. That was the car to have. I mean, everybody wanted to be the bandit. Yeah, got a lot of looks. 
Burt Reynolds is fundamentally responsible for the success of the Trans Am brand. It was always something you talk about, and people always come up to you and say, hey, man, you guys need to get Burt Reynolds in. And you're like, yeah, whatever, you know? This truly is the, um, the crown jewel. I loved it. I fell in love. I said, I'll get a car like that. He, he's the man. man so if he says he likes it and thing. it's good, then you're done. You know, the best way to say it is I'm just really proud to be part of it. His signature on this edition is icing on the cake. <laughs> well, you got it. Whether you want it or not. There's only 77 that will ever be made. You know, 77 was the year that the movie came out. It was the model year of the car used in the movie. I knew that number. I wanted that number. They chose the right year when they did the movie using that car because they had the 76, which was the 50-year anniversary, and it was a little different nose. The 77, was, they nailed it. Yeah. That car is what we used as a starting point. It's got to be modern where people look at it and they know what it is. Uh, obviously, the shaker hood, the T-tops are a must. If you don't have T-tops, you don't have Trans Am, really. Yeah, they if you took only a Camaro that and cut the top out you would made say, custom T-tops so if you for take it. the two right. door panels and you put them together, you have the entire bird. With the help of our designer, Kevin Morgan, we came up with a beautiful bandit logo. I mean, this is a class actor. We needed Kevin to knock it out of the park. And he really did. The year of the car in the movie was the first year that they had the snowflake wheels. That's what we have. Yeah. I'm just really excited about the new wheels. Oh, that's a crazy wheel design. White yeah. tires anymore. They don't make it. That adds a real nostalgic look to the car. In terms of just romantically, it certainly has a nice big front seat. You know what I mean? Best seats, in my opinion, were the 78s. So that's the ones we use. It's just done everything that that car did and more. A lot more. Back in 1977, I think the maximum horsepower was like uh, 185. Our car delivers 840 horsepower to the crank. No, I didn't know it was going to be like that. I mean, that was uh, an airplane, you know, on the ground. Having him put his seal of approval on what we're building, that's the final stamp. This chapter in our business would not be the same had we not been able to partner with Burt Reynolds. Great crews, great facility. What more could you ask for? It didn't matter. I had to behave. You know, I'm pretty good at most things, but I, I'm lousy at that. So we tried again. You know, the big one. There was police cars waiting for us. Definitely got that LS sound to it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a pretty slick car. I seen one of those go off at auction for like $142,000. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, those are cool. So used... What is a... Let's see. You... Not a, I don't have to look up used. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's see. Let's see what one's selling for. There's 76, 76, 78. The 77s are going to be more, they're probably going to be the most expensive one. Yeah. 12,000, 15,000. Yeah, they're not horribly priced. I mean, compared to like a 69 Camaro, 
Right. But you could find a 78 in the $10,000 mm-hmm. range and just get it repainted. Mm-hmm. You can buy the vinyl graphic for them. Right. I love the dashes in those cars. This is so wild. They had that brushed metallic look to them. They were cool. Now, how did that shifter work? It was just straight up and down? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were automatic cars. These weren't manual? No. Oh. Huh. Did they have it in a manual? I don't know if they ever offered that car in a manual. I'm not sure. Really? For, for you'd think that that would be a, people would want it in a manual transmission. I mean, you could put one in it. Right. It so wouldn't be my, hard. On my uh, hunting around for a big SUV, just kind of mm-hmm. looking, did you see Subaru's new large SUV? Subaru made a large car? Yeah, the Subaru Ascent. It's like an eight-passenger SUV. I haven't seen that. With a four-cylinder, man. <laughs> like, yep. See, it's just sad, man. Like, we just watched all these clips of these just amazing cars that are just loud and, you know, have that great, that just that musical sound of that V8. Yep. And, you know, oh, pull something up real yeah. quick. Pull up on YouTube, um, Funny Car Dino. This is one of my favorite just because if you're listening to this, it's that very first one there. If you listen to this thing through headphones where you can really hear, hear the motor, this motor, when he turns this thing loose, is the most musical sounding thing. I love the sound of that thing screaming. <laughs> Man, look at the that sound. Is like the- the vinyl sign on the side. Oh, that's nothing. That's crazy. Type, type in Pro Mod Dino. You want to see something cool? Like I've never had nothing like that on my Dino, but I got to yeah. get a new mouse. I wore the button out. All right, let me see. Uh, fifth one down. The yellow car. happened it just broke everything in the room wow that was crazy type type in like um there's another one type in just like insane dino pull 
I'm trying to find. There's a specific one I'm looking for. Six one down. That G E M P A. I love that stuff, man. What? Yeah. It's amazing. It's an it, immense amount of power. Dude, people have no idea. I mean, like, until you get around something like that, you know, when you start talking about three to 5,000 horsepower out of a car like that, that's a door car that makes 5,000 horsepower, probably. Right. The, um, it's just amazing. Um, Real quick, before you pull the Subaru up, go on the uh, on YouTube, pull up the Holmes Tuning page. I think I have a couple of the Dyno pulls that I've done on there. Uh-oh. Type uh, Holmes Tuning. Let's see. Do I have any Dyno pulls? Um, oh, that blue car all the way at that the Mustang at the end. That one's pretty cool. That's a supercharged, um, like pro street setup drag car. This is Yeah, that's a, you know, that's about a 650 horsepower car. <laughs> right. Man, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's fun stuff. It is. But that, let's see. Yeah, look at this. This is the uh, the new Subaru Ascent. It's like their big SUV. It's it looks still, like it's modeled after a Toyota. It's the size of a Highlander. Well, it probably is a Toyota because you know how Subaru has the, um, is it the BRZ? And then they have, uh, the Toyota FRS. It's the same car. Hmm. It was like a collaboration between Subaru and Toyota. I bet well, they did the same thing with this. What I don't understand is the four cylinder. Uh, everything's got four cylinders in it now. Now that's a boxer flat four cylinder engine. So it, so it's the actual. Well, you know what? I think uh, I think the Toyota version had the flat four. Look up the Toyota FRS. I think it was a um, or Scion FRS, whichever. It was. I mean, it was a Toyota product, but I believe it you ran the flat four motor in it too. Hmm. It's not this, is it? Uh. Scion FRS. It's it's the same thing. The Toyota 86. This is running a two liter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. The Subaru yeah. FA engine. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Huh. Yeah, so I bet Toyota and Subaru kind of collaborated on this SUV too. Yeah, maybe. Because the styling looks like a Toyota. Yeah, Subarus have that kind of style, just just the just the way they are. Yeah, but you know what's funny? Like, so it makes two hundred and sixty horsepower out of the four cylinder, but. Uh, mm-hmm. The one that I, I still, I like the, the Sequoia makes like f- almost 400 horsepower. Yeah. Like it was a four, seven, V five, five, seven, five, seven. Yep. That's just a cool sound, you know, but everybody's hating on the eight cylinders now. Like I was looking at a comparison between the Escalade and the uh, Lincoln Navigator. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting. Everyone liked the Navigator more except for the fact that it had this twin turbocharged six cylinder. Yeah. It's the EcoBoost motor. It's 3.5 liter mm-hmm. twin turbo. The, uh, the Escalade has an LS in it. Yeah. The Escalade or, is well, uh, the new one would have an LT motor, the new LT, probably LT one motor in it. Now I've seen, or there's a guy on YouTube that's took one of the new ones and put the LT four supercharger off the Z06 Corvette because it's, it's almost a direct, you know, bolt bolt on piece onto the new LT motor. Yeah. Now that has got to be one of the ugliest looking interiors I've ever seen <laughs> for the Escalade. Yeah. It's like I, one of the I, most hideous looking things. But I, I never liked the Escalade because the thing about having a Cadillac was always the whole concept of having a long black car, you know? Right. And yep. I, I didn't like the fact they had the, uh, when they came out with the, um, with the Escalade that it was an SUV, that doesn't look any better. I think the Navigator looks a lot better than the Escalade. The seat has a butt in it. It does because they're like forty some way power seats. Really? When you look at when you compare them, the uh, especially if you look does at the thing videos have an of, iPad in the dash. <laughs> almost, they just stuck like a big screen and just made it so it's Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, and there you go. Wow. Whereas Cadillac is try, still trying to do their own thing, like you it's not compatible. Though? Look at that. That wood grain in the middle, it's yeah. not real. <laughs> no. It's all plastic. But I think that the Cadillac looks like, but look at this, this Lincoln, this interior. That does, see, that color, I kind of like it with that it dark color. It looks like an old Lincoln interior. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the same, they, they, somehow they captured that in that, you know. I don't like the, the lighter color. The, the dark color looks much better. See, I like the light color uh, for the, one reason it makes it feel a lot roomier inside. Mm-hmm. But so you I think look that at that one looks more like the old car. You look at that interior and then you look at that. Uh, the Escalade. The Escalade interior. Yeah, it looks more spaceshipy. Th- that looks like you're. Oh, that looks horrible. I don't know how to describe what we're looking at, but the Escalade interior looks like you're sitting in an old leather couch in the middle of a landfill from the 1970s. <laughs> you have like the old coffee tables sitting around you and this old leather couch and you sit on it and it just sucks you in and you can't get out of it. And it smells, it looks like a smoker's lounge. <laughs> it, it does. It looks like something you would think of a, like a cigar lounge or something. The navigator looks like a 1970s car with a, with an iPad. Yeah. <laughs> Take, if you took the iPad out, it would be kind of cool because it would actually look like, it really would look like an older 
car. They're crazy though. Just the the size of them. Mm hmm. But the Navigator has the. It's just the way to do it. But the. Uh, except I'll tell you this: if you want a vehicle that will actually live for a little while, you stay away from either the Escalade or the Navigator. Yeah, and get a Toyota. <laughs> get a Toyota. It's, but the other thing that's kind of weird is all the upper end SUVs don't have a a uh, bench seat for the second row. Mm-hmm. They're all captain's chairs. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yep. Same with the same thing with the Sequoia when you go to like the platinum trim. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of people uh, are actually they've been getting upset about it. The other weird thing yeah, I've well, never you understood. You lose some of that seating. That space there doesn't really help you any. No. The third row on all these, I've always kind of wondered why they don't bump up or change where the wheel well sits. Hmm. Oh, you mean just because it's like right up against you? Right. So the third row is always more narrow. <clears throat> yeah. You know, how if you shifted the wheelbase... I guess the only way to do it is just have a long wheelbase. Yeah. I think it'd be a bus. It would be. It'd be a pretty wild vehicle. Well, I think uh, it's 10 o'clock. Oh, 10, 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to hit the bed. Yep. Get started early tomorrow. I uh, Right before I left the shop, I've been working all day trying to get this. I I did a uh, an LS swap into this 69 Camaro and I was trying to get the thing to fire on the standalone computer I got in it. Yeah. And I, I kept having problems with it. It's an aftermarket computer and uh, I didn't have any spark and I couldn't figure out why I was like, man, the cranks sensors fine. The camp sensors fine. And you know, the LSs have the individual coil packs over, you know, coil over plug type of deal. Yeah. And um, I just was not getting spark out of it. And I was like, man, I just don't understand why this thing won't fire. So I ended up calling the manufacturer up and they, um, the guy, uh, sent me a, um, a firmware update for the computer and it was the craziest thing. Put the firmware in it, got in there and just cranked it one time. Boom. Fired right up. I'm like, man. So there wasn't actually any heart. It was, it was a firmware update that it Scary. needed. It was weird, man. It was really weird. But, um, whenever it fired up, I had one of the spark plug wires off because I'd been trying to I'd been checking the thing for spark intermittently like I'd, I would try something and crank it and just I was holding the wire with a set of like um, spark plug pliers uh, like wire pulling pliers and they're insulated pliers but um, and I don't know what happened if I just if there was a, a hole in the insulation or something but man the, when that thing lit off and that coil fired off that thing shocked me so good the um if you look up, look up real quick, look up what the output voltage of an IGN 1A coil is. Look up like voltage output. Let's see. It's got to be in the ballpark of 70, 80,000 volts. It's, it's a lot, man. That thing's hot. <laughs> it lit me up pretty good. Put up, look up voltage output. No, that's not it. Voltage output. Now, this one has maximum voltage 40,000 volts. No, minimum What's, output voltage 40,000 volts. 
Yeah. So what's that? Let's see. Pull that up right there. Yeah, that's maximum eighty-one thousand. Yeah, so somewhere in the ballpark. <laughs> wow. That thing, that thing hit me pretty good. My lips turned purple. My hand went numb. <laughs> wow. It was crazy. That is. Yeah, it's uh. I've been. It's just funny. Like we're driving. I've been driving the Camry around, and mm-hmm. other than the suspension being shot. It drives fine, you know, and then I'll take the Cadillac and I'm like, man, the Cadillac drives a lot nicer. Yeah. uh, Drive wise. But then it's Mm -hmm. the moment that like we, we took the the Cadillac when we went to the beach Mm -hmm. uh, because the camera had loaded with all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you go to get into the Cadillac and I grab the door handle and I go to pull it and the door handles where it's broken off. So you got to kind of like finagle it. And I was, I'm like, this is they build a door handle and it's, and it's held in place by plastic retaining clips. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what, broke. Oh, yeah. it's like four plastic clips on the one skinny end of the door handle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you look at just how much better, like with the Camry where your door handles molded into the door, mm-hmm. like you're not going to pull the door off when you, when you go to shut the car, car yeah. door, it's just, I don't know. It's the, the thinking is so much different. And the other thing I found kind of interesting is there's, there's way more room in the Camry than there is in the CTS. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. The, um, I don't know. I mean, it's unfortunate that that's how it's kind of become. (laughs) It is like my, my knees, when I sit in the Cadillac and drive it around and I've just been gotten so used to it, but my Uh knee hits the dash. Oh yeah. And my, my seat's back, you know, pretty far. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. The, uh, I don't know. It's just a shame. That's what's come of American cars. Yep. Well, this was fun. Yeah. This was a, a different one. Just strictly this, this one will bore a lot of people, but I think the car guys will be into it. Yeah kind of our tribute to uh but it is kind of fun Burt just Reynolds. like just talking about a bunch of different things and looking up clips yeah mm-hmm. you know yep i'm sure our next one we'll do we'll, we'll be back to the politics for those of you who like the politics talk yeah but uh but yeah we we enjoy this stuff the uh hot rods and cars and all that all that fun stuff yeah yep well everybody until next time Go out there, keep shooting guns and using chainsaws. And quando omni flunkus moratati, everybody. See ya.